What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to the greatest gaming podcast on the internet, the One Up Games Cast. I am one of your hosts, Carl Sinclair, joined as always by my brother from another mother, the man with the plan, Jack Gim. How you doing, brother? Doing very well this evening. How you doing? I am doing very, very well. Now I'm not going to beat around the bush here. We're going to be talking about Starfield basically the entire show because we've we've finally put some time into it, um, and. Um, I'm not gonna lie. It's 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 really up there for me right now as one of the one of the probably one of the greatest games I've ever played. Honestly, like I've just I'm I'm really liking it. So where, where do you land on uh, on Starfield? Oh, I'm really enjoying it. I'm I'm eight hours in and definitely see myself playing a lot more. I I I I don't know yet whether I think it's an amazing game because like the technical achievement or just the fun I'm having. So far, it's a combination, but like the technical achievement and what you're able to do, like I'm sort of in awe of, and I don't know if that's like clouding my judgment maybe a little bit. So I'm looking forward to playing a few more hours and making sure that the the stories and quests and stuff are all engaging. I mean, I, I did a quest last night that seemed like basic at first, and it's like, oh, just grab this from this building and then go to the next place. But like, you know, there's a a fucking hostage situation in the building you have to get into. And it's like, okay, well, that's interesting. You know what I mean? So, so, so far, so far it's very interesting. And the, the overarching story I think is get a hold on to me the whole time. So I, I think I'm here to stay. Um, but I just can't stop looking and enjoying the technical achievement of basically go anywhere you like, which is just crazy. Like, like I know it exists, but there's just some level of density here. That's quite impressive. Where do you where do you fall on the vast scale of Starfield? How are you enjoying it? The the Starfield, as they call it in the game. Uh yeah, no, I'm enjoying it a lot. I think it's really good. Um, I I like the freedom of being able to go from like planet to planet. I like the freedom of like being able to be in the middle of a quest or you know step away from the story and just explore and stuff like that. I I, I enjoy the the star field aspect of it. I think it's uh, I think it's pretty good. Um, and I mean that like there's there's got to be some agreement like didn't like this morning didn't they just say that uh, six mil players? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six million people have bridged it. Just like we can't we can't be the only ones enjoying it. You know what I mean? So I think they've done a pretty good job with like just like this the the star map, the travel, and and just the overall freedom the game offers. It's uh, it's probably the most free Bethesda game. I've ever played like where like it really does feel like I can go anywhere and do anything whereas like something like Skyrim right it's like there's like Skyrim doesn't stop you from like running off and doing something but you might run off into an area and then come into contact with things that are a higher level than you you know what I mean and you're like all right well cool this part of the map I just can't go to you know what I mean whereas in Starfield right I go to a planet I have a whole planet that I can run away from them on. You know what I mean? I can use the planet to get away or I can just go to a different planet. It's not like a section of the map's been knocked off. It's like a whole planet has been knocked off. A whole map itself has been knocked off. So it's definitely like, it's, I don't know. It's feels like real freedom in a game, which I haven't felt in a game for a while. But granted, I'm sure there are games out there that, that offer the same or better freedom that I just haven't played. But uh, as far as Bethesda game goes, like this is the biggest, this is the most free and, and probably the most content rich that i've played you know what i mean as someone who's played like skyrim oblivion elder scrolls online the fallout games like 
yeah, I don't know. It just it really feels like um, it's not limiting me to what I can do. So I, I like that. I think I think technically, it's um, it's very good, in my opinion. It is very content dense as well. Like it's it's mm. it's surprisingly dense. I mean, I have landed on a couple of planets, just like literally chosen a place on the map to land, and like each time there's just like shit instantly there. Whether it's just like some wind turbines and a campsite or a little scientific research station type thing. I haven't really explored that much. I've really only done it a couple of times. But like I was under the impression, and maybe this was just the turn for the worst that Twitter took over the last fortnight, but I was under the impression you would like land on a planet and like it would just be like landing like, I don't know, like in the middle of Australia. It's like, well, I know something exists somewhere, surely, but like this is shit. <laughs> you know, like it it's well I shouldn't say this is shit, but it's just like there's nothing for me to do here. Um, and uh, it's not the case at all. I mean, I'm sure there are planets that are a bit on the barren side, but they'll probably serve their mm. purpose as you move through the game. I mean, that's the thing, right? Everyone was like getting all antsy, like there's only ten planets. Sorry, ten percent of the planets have populations on them or life forms or whatever. But it's like that's already an overwhelming amount of places to go to. Like so far, I've just let the story dictate where I'm going because I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck to do with all this choice, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I, know, yeah. I know I need to get into the, you know, research stuff and upgrade cycle. Like, there's, you know, there's a lot of trees there that you can sort of develop and challenges. And there's a lot to do to take you to all these places. But at the moment, I'm just like, so overwhelmed. Um, I'm just sort of been sticking to the story a little bit. But uh, I think later on, I will uh, start branching out doing some side quests, I think. Looks yeah. like there's plenty of side quests to keep me busy. Oh, yeah. My, my I, 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 if I'm lying, I'm dying. Like the majority of my time, just under like 20 hours I've put into this game, have legitimately been side stuff. Like I've done, I think, uncompleted story missions. I've completed three. Um, Probably at the same point in the story. Yeah, every everything else has legitimately been side stuff. Like Free Star Collective, the UC joining the Vanguard. Um, I mean, I've joined the Crimson Fleet. I've I've been arrested and then told that I will be allowed to go if I do missions for the Navy and that sort of stuff. Like the the amount of stuff that I've done, like every single side mission feels like it could support a campaign all on its own. You know what I mean? For like example, I joined. I joined the 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 Freestyle Rangers, and like, like, like I, I won't spoil too much, but like their their whole story feels like a like, like it could have supported a whole game, like it could have supported like a, a like a whole cowboy game, like oh you know these people, their farm is being they're like someone's threatening to take their farm because someone from a corporation wants to build on their land and it's my job as like a space cowboy cop to figure out who's who's behind this um i have to, i have going on different missions teaming up with the different um the different ranges that are spread across the universe and every, every time i go to a new location in my story chain i meet up with a new cop like i meet up with a new ranger so i'm literally meeting every ranger there's like a dozen in service because like they either die too quickly or don't make it through initiation so <laughs> yeah it's it's actually insane like like the whole like yeah the the freestyle ranger thing could be a movie like i'm literally solving like a crime like i'm trying to figure out like what's happening like i i personally think i've already figured it out and i'm waiting for the game to tell me whether i'm right or wrong because like the like the way that this has been going like it could just take a left turn at any point 
And that's the same with every quest line I've been on. Like I've literally joined Space Pirates and I'm in the middle of that quest line right now. And that's leading into a whole bunch of other different things. Like I've started like interacting with these pirates and then like they're the pirates that have been giving me shit since I've started the game. And then all of a sudden I join the, the, they're not all bad. Like I've joined the crew and like some of these guys aren't too bad. Like they're literally pirates, not because they want to be, but because society or this galaxy as a whole hasn't given them the opportunities to do anything else. So it's like, it's so in depth, like with like just how many people I can interact with or people that I've interacted with previously and not known their allegiances, having then gone and joined the pirates or the rangers and realizing, oh shit, like I've interacted with this person before, they're a ranger. Or like, oh, I've interacted with this person before, they're a pirate and I just didn't know because a lot of these guys are off living their own lives anyway. It's 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 really cool. Like I've, I've enjoyed all the side stuff. I'll get to the story at some point, I'm sure. I probably should, you know what I mean? But um, I don't know, everything else has just been, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and like I'm trying to marry Sarah Morgan, and that's going well. Um, so yeah, it's all going well for me. I'm having a great time. <laughs> the um, I, don't, I can't remember what the mechanics called, but the the like the fact that you can sort of recruit people to your ship and things like that. Mm -hmm. I thought that would be really fucking tedious, and like it's just not. Like it's it all works so seamlessly well, and like story characters will often like team up with you for a mission, and then at the end they'll be like, um you let me know if you want me to like jump back on your ship at any time. And it's just like prompts you. Like, do you want them to join you? Like simple as that. Like, are you interested? And sometimes you are, sometimes you aren't. And it's, it's, and like, um, one, one dude's like a dad and he's like real clear. He's like, if you want me on your ship, my daughter comes with like, that's like, you know, just the game. It's not like it's holding your hand, but it's just like straight up front. Like, I feel like a lot of games, like if I take the character creation, for instance, like when you're picking your traits and stuff, it's a little bit like, mystical about what's going to happen based on what you pick and what you can do as a result of that whereas up from that point forward i feel like the game's been a lot more transparent which i'm really enjoying like it's it's not i'm not sitting there i've googled a few things don't get me wrong but i'm not sitting there with like a you know uh an encyclopedia next to me trying to figure out what the fuck to do so it's it's like a really nice balance of like you figuring it out crossed with the game telling you and then there's the third element of just like crazy shit that can happen because it's an open world that you weren't expecting to like oh you can jump on this tree you weren't expecting to or i've seen some clips online of like you know you're talking to someone in a cutscene, and suddenly some dinosaur looking thing eats the person it's like okay cool like that's that literally happened to me the other day where i was literally in the middle of a mission and i finally got to the top of this tower to talk to this this chick and i'm in the middle of a conversation with this chick and this one robot that i must have missed down the bottom has climbed the tower and just shot me like just start <laughs> shooting and I'm like what is going on so i die and then reload that's another thing with starfield and it's the same with every bethesda game don't forget to save every time you're about to do something important save your freaking game because you will need to reload so many different times so many different instances you might accidentally stab a woman and need to reload a save so you, you never know what might happen honestly it's actually insane save often and at important or what you believe are important moments because yeah then having to reload and just fight every single robot and destroy every single turret all over again was like oh my god like this is crazy i just got through this nightmare but yeah no no it's crazy so good turrets don't fuck around do they they really don't and there was there was like these normal turrets right and then there were these mining turrets so these mining turns are designed to break rock. So they're just shooting me with like 
concentrated lasers and just taking half my life out in a hit. And I'm like, I do not have enough meds for this. So, you know, old Bethesda trick. I just hid in a corner with a little crack and shot through the crack. Took out the bloody turrets, mate. As long as there's a crack, you can shoot through it. Alright, this is my first Bethesda game. So, I'm a little bit behind on some of this knowledge. Can't wait. I can't wait for you to be like... You'll get to the end of your Starfield thing and you'll be tired. You'll be like, oh... That was great. I can't wait to see what Bethesda does next. But I, I guarantee a few months after you finish playing Starfield, you'll be like, I wonder if Fallout was any good. Oh, everyone always talks about Skyrim. That was released 900 times. I must have something in the house that plays it. Like, dude, honestly, it'd be wow. I'd love to see you go back and play some of the older stuff. It's real good. I do have Fallout. I have Fallout 4 on the shelf just next to me. So Mate, there it is. Where I head. But I, I do have to finish Miles Morales and um, Forbidden West. So might have to... Shift gears for a little bit, but I dare That's the beauty of Skyrim, though. It's always going to be there for you. If new console comes out, Skyrim comes out. It's okay. It's always going to be there for you. You know what I mean? Fallout's the same. New console, Fallout. There'll be a Fallout. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. The backwards compatibility is helpful there. It's also. It's also a really good game for Game Pass, really. Like, it's just. It's really proven Game Pass's value, I think. Like,. I don't know. For all the dry months we've had on Game Pass, Starfield has just sort of made up for it, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a good Game Pass game in the way of, like, this is a definite try before you buy a game, because I feel like, um, like, don't get me wrong, I'd have paid the 100 bucks for the game. Like, having played enough of it now, it's like, this is more than a $100 experience for me, personally, but I like that if there's somebody out there, like, you were before playing Starfield, who's like, I've never played a Bethesda game before, and they bought Starfield and then got into it and realized, ah, oh, I'm not a Bethesda person. You know what I mean? Then they, you know, would have um would have been out a hundred bucks. So it's great that Games Pass was there for them to try it before they like sort of got into it. And and I would be surprised if there was like if the majority of people that have launched it haven't continued playing. Um, it's yeah, it's it's very good. Um, yeah, I'm enjoy. I'm I think it's really good. I think it's a good Game Pass game. I agree. Absolutely, and I mean. I'm in the privileged position where I sort of got the Xbox in the living room and the PC in here, so it's sort of you know able to jump between the two and just do some of the more main mundane stuff or you know while dinner's cooking or whatever is kind of cool. Mate, I can't wait for six months' time when I'm like, I wonder what mods are available for Starfield, and I just install it on my PC and you know Thomas the Tank Engine ship and all kinds of random shits available for me to go crazy on. I'm keen. I'm bloody keen. Yeah, I, I'm thinking some of the mods to do with like the animations and the UI and stuff might be handy, just so like things are a bit quicker, a bit more snappier. Um, not that's not a complaint for me, but that's just like a an area for improvement. I think you know, if you're a hundred hours into this game, having to wait two seconds for certain menus to appear might, you know, that, that's going to end up eating into your life. <laughs> mm. But um, the yeah, the game runs well, like. You haven't had too many issues, to be honest. And I've been on console the whole time. Um, but yeah, I haven't had many issues. I don't know. Like, you, you haven't said anything about any issues on PC. So, well, there's it's done well. time you, like, take off in your ship and the camera just sort of starts underground. But it doesn't stay there long, to be fair. Um, I don't know. Any, any I mean, it's such a big game. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any of the bugs I've experienced aren't really gameplay related. It's more like the cutscenes are just like, I don't know, like, just. A, just a janky start maybe a few frames of draw these are like minuscule things not even worth mentioning honestly it's, it's running pretty well i know i know there's been a bit of chatter online about the pc version but the it uses a lot of cpu like i don't think the recommended and minimum cpus on the box 
uh, quite right. I think they should have wrongly or rightly um, maybe gone up a little bit just to, I don't, I don't know. It, it's, it's a heavy game. Heavy game. I, it, it's funny because like the game itself isn't like, I was thinking about this last night. Now, now I've never played a Bethesda game, so like this is probably obvious as fuck to every other person on the planet. But the th- thing about this game that's different to other games I sort of noticed is like, just because you can't see it doesn't mean the game's not like putting resources into making sure it's there. You know, mm-hmm. like that that glitch at the moment where you can like steal the spacesuit that's behind a locked cabinet. Like, I feel like any other game like that suit wouldn't be an object you could even like engage with because it's behind a locked cabinet but not this game yep. like it's it's physically no. there and if you know the glitch you can just grab it and it's like i feel like that's like you know, everything you see you can sort of interact with basically yeah and i think that's why some buildings have doors that you have to go through and have a little loading screen because it's like mm. to like it, it just must be like you know even though it's just like a small house it must be like taking up that much resources because like there's 40 things on the shelf you can grab if you want no, you'll never mm-hmm. make it out because you'll be so fucking slow because you're carrying every fucking, like, glass in the cabinet. But, like, you can grab it if you want. I don't know. Like, the fact that I could just steal a soccer ball and take it to my fucking house that I'm paying a mortgage on. Because fuck it. Like, oh, I just love it. I just love it. Yeah, what traits and stuff did you go with? Like, tell us about your character. All right, my character's name is Kyle Katan, for obvious reasons. <laughs> um, I, I am a former soldier, and my traits were... I'm an empath. Um, which means basically like I'm more attuned to people's feelings when I talk to them, which can help me in a way persuade them to see things my way or understand exactly how they're feeling in that moment so I don't make a dumb decision when I'm talking to them. Um, It also helps me understand like my companions as well. So like when I, as an empath, when I say something that they like, it will tell me what they liked about it so that when I have another conversation later on, I can... I can replicate what I've done before because now I know what they like. So for example, um, like Sarah Morgan enjoys that. I have uh, uh, good self-esteem and and that I like justice. So when I have conversations with like my fellow um, Rangers or something like that, I I always try to stay on the more just side of the conversation and sort of, you know, and she appreciates that, which in turn will like make her more effective in combat and stuff like that. I feel like, like the, the more you put into these people, the more they're like sort of, they'll open up to you, you'll get additional missions, you'll do all that sort of So it's like, it's very Mass Effect in that way, I feel. I like the Paragon Renegade system sort of thing. Like I like it a lot. So when, um, so when she's tagging along with you on your adventures, you, you, she'll join you for like a ranger mission? Yep. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, no, yeah, they come with me. Um, yeah, they're just like a companion. So like, oh, for I'm example, being on those as the, a... The main quest, but there you go, that's, I didn't know that yeah no everything so for example when i was on a mission for the um crimson fleet and um the leader of the crimson fleet was basically like all right we're going into this place um your friend has to stay behind they can come with us up until this point after that they stay behind and the reason for that is is there was another person who was a part of the party that would be that that then became my companion so not having not like I, I needed that companion space for this other person so the game's so, like the game mechanic is you can have one companion out on the field yeah so far i haven't been able to have more than one companion um unless unless like unless like um that person doesn't become my companion and they're just along for like that the, story the mission reasons. yeah yeah 
so yeah basically they made this other guy my companion because there was stuff that's going on i'm not going to spoil because i feel like everyone should experience it it's a sick mission um there was some stuff that happened that, that really needed them to be your companion in order for that stuff to like you needed them to like you sort of thing gotcha. um but yeah no so yeah i'm an empath um and i also i also uh, am i forget what the name of it is but basically what it is is uh people that i hire for my ship will uh do double the amount of work like like say if they fix two nodes on the engine they'll now fix four they're very adept at what they do um so if i get somebody who's an expert in their field and i get them on my ship and if their ability is to fix like this to like 80 percent, it will get fixed to the full hundred because they're like doing more than they're supposed to um but the downside on that is that i have to pay them double the the money like i have to double their wages in order for them to work double as hard but because i'm an empath I can persuade them to take a lower amount of money. So I'm basically getting double the work for the money that I would have paid without that trait. So I've sort of like figured out a way to sort of like break the trait a little bit. Like everyone I hire, I persuade them to take lower a lower cut of that, the money. That's also like what I was getting at before, where it's like the game when in the character creation doesn't tell you that you could persuade them to work for cheaper. Yeah, yeah, I've broken it without even meaning to. It's great. It's freaking awesome. Um, and my last trait is the adoring fan. <laughs> I decided to bring him along for the ride, and so far he's been an adorable little creep, um, and really has brought nothing to the crew, but it's nice, it's nice that when I'm out there and I'm exploring the galaxy, it's nice to have a ship to come back to where one little dude is there to give me a foot rub, bring me a coffee, and just tell me that I'm I'm freaking awesome. You know what I mean? It's nice having him around. But yeah, that's... Be empty. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's my... Oh, mate, you should have got the adoring fan for your house. Ruin the best. You're like a little butler. I fucking should have. At least my house would have come with something. You know what I mean? You could just chill there. Mate, tell me about your character. His name's Jack. He doesn't have any cool names because if you have a plain name like Jack, um, then the robot in the game will call you Captain Jack. <laughs> um, I chose Ronan uh, as the the background, and the traits. I can't remember exactly what Ronan does actually, but it's like something to do with meleeing and weapons stuff, like a bit of bit of a warrior, I guess. And um, stealth. And stealth, yeah, which I'm not very good at. Um, traits. So I went with uh, wanted. So occasionally I will just get attacked, um, like as in pirates will show up or whatever to uh to attack me. And I thought that would be quite interesting because I'm guessing that I'm get it. I've made the hell of an assumption that may come to bite me in the ass. I've made the assumption that they'll only show up in a bit of downtime, like just when I'm like doing not much or just out in the open. They'll attack me. I can't imagine they get a rock up at the lodge, like the main hub of the game, and like take me on. Maybe they do. I don't know. We'll find out. Um, I chose raised enlightened. Um, which is one of the religions. It's like science-y sort of thing. Um, I'm looking forward to leaving the religion, to be quite frank. <laughs> I was going to say, you, oh, you're, you're crazy, man. You're crazy. <laughs> so I chose that because, um, A, there's no downside. Like, there's, there's just no downside. There's no disadvantage to being that, according to all the information I had at the time. And uh, second, like all religion. All, pardon? Nothing. 
Um, second of all, uh, there was a lot of things when I was reading about them where like you had to you had to go to people in that religion to get things reversed. So I'm like, well, if I choose that, then anything I want to undo here, I've got a better chance of being able to undo. Um, yeah. So again, I, I don't know. The, the traits, I wasn't like that keen on some of them, to be honest. And the other one I got was Dream Home. So I started with a big mansion on some planet. Didn't come furnished though. <laughs> and it cost 500 bucks a week. Um, and if That's I, cool. Yeah. And if I want to get out of the Dream House, I can just let them foreclose it, which is quite interesting. So I don't know, kind of like kind of boring on the traits, but I just I didn't want to get too Bean. too game changing. I just wanted to like go in as plain as possible, really. Super fair, honestly though. I will, I will, I will, <laughs> I will never forget the day we were all in the Discord and Jack's like, "Hey guys, if you want to check this out," he turns on, he's streaming his screen, he's like, "This is my house," and when he walked inside, the utter shock of. There's no furniture. It was the best. It was the best thing ever. I'm sorry. It was so, so funny. I loved every second of it. Because you like trying to impress Sarah, right? Like you bought Sarah there. You're like, oh yeah, this is just my house. It's freaking sick. Yeah, like, oh, let's detour and let's check out the mansion. Like, you know, is this is this game representative of Australia these days where it's so fucking hard to do anything? Like, you know, is she going to be impressed <laughs> by this house? We walk in and it's just empty. It's like a spot for the free. So good. Great. No, my house now my, has a soccer ball, mate. I was going to say, my man's pulls out a soccer ball, kicks it around a little bit. Like, yeah, this is my crib. <laughs> it was pretty good. I loved it so much. It was but so what's good. fucked is if you go out on the um, balcony, there's like a table and chairs. Yeah. And a barbecue. You have a barbecue, a barbecue as well. And a gas bottle as well. And a gas bottle. Yeah. You might be 20, That's... 30, 30 or whatever, but uh, we've, <laughs> we've still got gas bottles. Man, you've still got the gas bottle. You know what I mean? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know what I mean? And a barbecue with a gas bottle. Well, better if it was charcoal, but... Oh, okay, okay. But, you know... Depends on the planet resources, I guess. Yeah, it's very true. Charcoal might not work, like, you know, might not be uh, the the density of the, the planet and all that stuff. You know, it might not light. Maybe gas is your only option. How good that is That was it really it? nerdy. <laughs> it was so nerdy. <laughs> Space barbecue 101. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty um, how good is it when you land somewhere and the gravity is just like 0.5 g's i fucking love it i love it so much it reminds me of when we discovered the anti-gravity in cod a couple of weeks ago i love jumping everywhere <laughs> i love hitting the boost um i've actually started to put like um more points into my jetpack i'm like like trait three now like like level three on it i got one more to go and already at three i'm boosting further boosting higher boosting for longer it's so good yeah nice i i do wish on some of those planets with lower gravity the doors are a bit higher i find myself jumping a lot and just like whacking my head into the top of a door that's stupid wait for myself to come back down and walk through it's uh ah i don't know the game seems so grounded you know what i mean like it's like yeah obviously we haven't invented grab drives and stuff um yeah, so a few of those assumptions, but aside, the game's quite seems quite realistic. And like, do you know, you know there's why? been a couple of times I where we've like is. walked off a ship and like the other character I'm with will be like, "Oh, good, oh, it's an oxygen planet or something." And it's like, "Oh yeah, good, good, cold. Like I don't have my spacesuit on." Like fuck. <laughs> uh, I agree. I feel like the reason it feels a lot more grounded as well is everyone you interact with is human. There aren't aliens walking around, you know what I mean? It feels like 
this entire galaxy is just like human there are aliens though like there are wildlife alien wildlife out there and and some other things as well that we will that i've learned about that we will definitely have to deal with but um no that like the the yeah everything it, it just feels so much like it's got that fall i don't know it's hard to explain it's got that fallout feel in that it feels like what as like what space travel and what the future like what the future looked like to people in the 60s do you know what i mean yeah 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 i, I feel like someone described it as like nasa punk or something yes dude that's it like yeah like if 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 someone was in the 60s and they imagined what would like space travel and space colonies and everything look like in the year freaking like 25 55 or whatever like th this is what it would look like even the way down to like like we have a watch you know what i mean it's not like a like a holographic 3d thing that like moves around your hand and shit it's a watch yeah, like and it's a strange shit or whatever exactly like when you get a new mission it sounds like you're getting a mission on a freaking typewriter like the way it like like it sounds yeah, like early sci-fi it's like todd howard thought of it in his chart like when he like in high yeah. school legit yeah like the the lodge is just a house you know what yeah, i mean it's yeah, not yeah. some it's not some massive freaking constellation it's some massive facility it's a freaking like 80s 70s looking mansion that you would expect to have seen in like a space movie from like the 80s you know like it's nothing feels out of nothing in the game feels like inconceivable like yeah inconceivable or out of reach for humanity today you know what i mean like even down to like walking around a space station you know what i mean walking around the space station like some of them look and feel like like we have a space station up in space we've seen photos of what it looks like and it feels very much like that you know what i mean it's it's some of them even look and remind me like the ones that the uh so the the crimson fleet are on a space station that's above a prison uh the prison's called the lock and the space station's called the key and the key reminds me of a vault from fallout like the yeah. way it's sort of like moves around and stuff like that like the way it's all set out like yeah like all of it doesn't feel so crazy and out of whack even the even the ships like the ships you walk through like they don't feel overly futuristic you know what i mean and they're it, even down to their design like they feel like they were made for like moving cargo from one place to another or like moving people from one place to another like none of them feel like they're like they, they feel very star wars the ships like the ships in star wars like if you watch the original trilogy they all feel used lived in yeah you know what i mean yeah nothing feels pristine and clean and that's how the ships in starfield feel they all feel like yeah, it's funny you this say that. ship we get given a ship and it feels like we were given a ship that someone else hundred percent yeah yeah it feels like this ship's been around longer than i have and i can tell nothing feels new and fresh like it like this mm. this universe feels lived in and doesn't feel like overly futuristic and out of our grasp you know what i mean they've done a good job of really making you feel like you're walking into a potential future like 
it's crazy. Like there's blenders. You know what I mean? Like I stole a blender the other day. I didn't need the blender. I stole the blender. I don't. I don't even remember stealing blender, it. Did you? Hey. Did you find the other half of the blender? Did you? I did. Yeah, it was in my ship. It was in my cargo hold in my ship. I, <laughs> I, I must have put it in there when I weighed too much, and it was just in the cargo hold. Like even some of the weapons too. Like a lot of the weapons feel like, oh yeah, I could see this being a gun in the future you know what i mean like they're not all laser pistols like they're they still use cartridges or caseless rounds and stuff like that and uh what's really clear what's really interesting is like there there are there is a set of weapons called old earth weapons so i have an old earth shotgun and an old earth pistol oh, can you and get you an old earth m4 possibly i, I don't know I've, I've run into an old earth shotgun which looks like an olympia and i've run into an old earth pistol which is literally like a cult or and, and an M nineteen eleven as well M M nineteen eleven or something like that yeah it's real cool it looks yeah it's really cool so like you hold that gun up against um something like the I forget the names of the guns but you hold it up against like a, another pistol and you're like I can see this like I got a I got a gun when I joined the Freestar Rangers and it and it's a six shooter it's just a futuristic looking six shooter and it looks sick as fuck but you look at it and you're like yeah no I can see this being the evolution of like a a a pistol i see the evolution like it's not so far out there that i can't see this being a gun it's really it's really clever it's just so clever that it all feels so like familiar yet this is the first time i'm i'm seeing all of this i know i'm only eight hours in but nothing feels lazy yeah that's really good yeah like I know there was, like, I know a lot of the terraforming on all the planets is sort of, like, you know, using a bit of uh, AI or whatever to generate, procedural generation, that's what it is, to generate the rough sort of landscapes of the planets, and then they put all the POIs in. But, like, you know, once you land on a planet, you sort of realise what it had to do it that way. Because, like, these places are just Mm. fucking incredibly huge and... I don't know, but nothing nothing feels lazy. Everything feels very intentional, e- even when you know it's not. It's quite it's quite well yeah. done. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm I'm definitely enjoying my time with it, and I can't wait to actually get to the end and see how I feel. Like if I still feel as high on it as I as I as I do now, I think I will. But yeah, like a lot can change in like in like ten hours, something could happen that just breaks the game for me, or you know what I mean, something that could you know. It could blow up in my face, but as it stands right now, I'm just, I'm just, ha- I'm just, I'm having too much fun to care. Like I had, I've had one issue where I, I was talking to somebody and then my companion went to talk to me, but they were in the elevator two floors down because I could see oh. the outside in the elevator and I'm like, oh, okay, that doesn't annoy me. We're still having a conversation. It doesn't annoy me. It's all good. I love, I love when the companions age the way. But the, it's their turn to talk, so the camera just zooms into their face like they're yeah. right next to you. <laughs> yeah, legit. It's so funny. And then, like, the person you're talking to is just, like, looking at the wall. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. they, they know they're there. It's so good. No, it's real good. But you're right. But, yeah, like, like little th- game. Like, who gives a fuck about some of that quirky stuff? Yeah. Little things like that just don't bother me when I'm enjoying what's happening. You know what I, I mean? Think, I think it's better than the alternative and having the companion, like, stuck to you like duct tape. You know what I mean? Like, they give you space yeah. to do what you want to do. And sure, could they teleport them to you when the conversation's ready? Yeah, maybe, but like, I don't know, probably funnier this way. <laughs> like, Yeah, legit. Yeah, it's a good time. Mm. It's a good bloody time. Well, I dare say we'll come back to Starfield quite a bit 
in our discussions. I agree. I, we're, we're, I think we're a long way for any conclusive thoughts, but so far, uh, given I'm a Game Pass subscriber, very much worth the price of admission. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, um, I agree. The uh, it's it's a very it's a very very good game. I'm glad. I'm glad now. I'm glad Xbox have their game. You know what I mean. I'm glad they've got a game right now that like people are talking about and people are enjoying. Um, I want to have a conversation. This might be an easy answer in in weeks to come, but like, I don't know. I just don't feel like this is the sort of game you could do a sequel to, unless you literally just reuse the same world, right? Like, but who knows where the story's going? We'll have to have to wait and see. Yeah, I have a, I have an interesting theory about that. Interesting. Well, we probably won't discuss it uh not yet wait 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 but if we get to like another episode and it's like oh was i right i'll be right i was right and i'm gonna tell you the theory so that people know that i'm not full of shit um but yeah yeah. i i just like yeah i because i've already announced next they get to work on elder scrolls and then they get to work on fallout right yeah yeah so we've got a long time if there's a sequel to this game we're talking like 15 years yeah, it'll be a while. I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe. Because I mean, Elder Sc- Elder Scrolls has been going for a while, like in like pre-production. So like they've, it wouldn't surprise me if like the people like like a a section of the people that have been working on Starfield are already working on Starfield too, getting like the the eggs in the basket so that when the time comes to go full force, that like it, it won't feel as long. But I I can't see us getting a reveal of starfield 2 at least until after the next fallout game comes out and then i can see it being a few years after that reveal uh, we're a couple of consoles away from that i think yeah i mean who knows maybe with the with a little bit like a bit more backing now you know what i mean a little bit more help from other studios and from xbox you know maybe maybe we'll see some some quicker turnover on, on some of this stuff but time will tell Right now, I'm excited to just, like, give myself to this game. I still have a lot left to see and a lot left to do, so I'm keen. I'm bloody keen. Um, but yeah, mate, Jack, thank you for joining me for this episode of uh, the One Up Gamescast, mate. Thank you for having me, as always. Let, oh, mate, anytime. Anytime, mate. You just hit me up. I'm here. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for this week's episode. If you enjoyed everything you heard, make sure to follow the podcast or subscribe to the YouTube. Follow us on our socials. And uh, yeah, do the general hullabaloo. Um, but that's going to do it from this. Uh, do it uh, from us for this week, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you guys next time. Bye, everybody.